I want to begin tonight with something a little bit different. I want you to turn to people around you, and I want you to share with them what your memories of Hanukkah are. And if you've never celebrated Hanukkah before, I want you to share what impressions you've gotten of Hanukkah. And no matter which camp you're in, if you've celebrated or if you haven't celebrated, I want you also to share what message do you think is being transmitted? I'll give you one minute and 33 seconds. Go. I'm going to make the challenging move of trying to ask Jews to stop talking now. Now, all the stories that you just shared, I want you to hold on to these stories and these ideas because we're going to come back to them. The stories that you just shared and the memories that you have are modern-day Hanukkah memories. But Hanukkah has not always been what it is today. To understand the original intent, we need to go back to the beginning and look at what Hanukkah was and how it has changed over time. And then it's our job to decide where we take it for the next generation. To go back, we have a long way to go. We have to go to 169 BCE. When Antiochus, he comes to the temple in Jerusalem and he begins to strip the temple of its gold and the menorah. In 167 BCE, the Hellenist priest begins to move the temple. And this is found in 1 Maccabees. And he begins to change Jerusalem's name to Antioch. We see the temple transforming to a more Hellenist rite. And we see the statue of Zeus enter into the temple. Hanukkah begins with Matisyahu and his family revolting against the Hellenization of Jerusalem. The story of Hanukkah, it does not begin with thousands of Jews, but rather one small little family. A family that has a set of values and morals. A family that believes that it's imperative to keep the Torah alive. It's purely about a single family that spurs this huge revolt and that triumphs in a military victory over Antiochus and a rededication of the temple. The statue of Zeus is taken down and the altar is rededicated. What we read about is a civil war among the Jewish people. Montes Yahu dedicating himself and his family and fighting against other Jews who've been Hellenized and who are forsaking the Torah. The memory of Hanukkah was about a military victory. But like all victories of war, they fade. Think about the significance of the War of 1812 in your life, or even what you know about the War of 1812 without using Wikipedia, or the Korean War. The brilliance of the rabbis is that they knew if they kept doing things the way they had always been done, then the story of Hanukkah would just continue to fade away. By the time of the Talmud, between the year 200 and 500 CE, the focus of the rabbis shift to remembering the great miracle of only one container of oil being found, and that it lasted eight days instead of one. 
The rabbis implement a celebration where the miracle is displayed through the ritual of lighting a menorah that sits in a person's window so that one's private space of their home is propagating the miracle to the public square. Hanukkah was always a minor holiday until 1867 with the early Zionists. The Zionists actually wanted Hanukkah to become the central and most important holiday of that freedom. Historically, Jews celebrated their freedom during Pesach, during Passover, when we talk about God freeing the Jews from Egypt. The Zionists did not like this. They liked Hanukkah because it was not about God freeing us. It was a holiday about the people of Israel standing up and redeeming the land and reclaiming their freedom with their own hands. Yitzhak Ben-Zvi, an early pioneer and later second president of the State of Israel, he wrote in 1911, the glory and educational value of the Hasmoneans is that their example revived the nation to be its own redeemer and the determiner of its own virtue. We see this in the Hanukkah song we sing every year. And join me, because I'm not the world's best singer. Who can retell the things that befell us? Who can count them? In every age, a hero or sage came to our age. In this time of year, in days of yore, Maccabees the temple did restore. And tonight, our people, as we dream, will arise, unite, and be redeemed. The brilliance of this new focus by the Zionists was that the holiday celebrated individuals stepping up to redeem the land and not praying to God above to cause the redemption. The Zionists, they thought of themselves like the Maccabees. This was the third building of the land. And each person was meant to ask themselves what they were bringing to build this new land. But, there's always a but when it comes to Judaism. Then the reformers come around, and they did not like Hanukkah. In 1865, Isaac Mayer Wise, the founder of the reform movement, said that Hanukkah should be totally abolished. It was a festival that was focused on the temple and the rebuilding of it, something the reformers thought was totally irrelevant. But, once again, Hanukkah changed. As Jews became more and more assimilated and Christmas trees began to appear in Jews' homes, especially in places like San Francisco, the rabbis realized they needed to do something. Diane Ashton, a professor of American studies and philosophy and religion at Rowan University, says that the Christmasizing of Hanukkah began in the 1950s when Jewish child psychologists started writing about how to keep Jewish kids psychologically healthy during Christmas. And they started promoting gifts. Rabbis in the 1950s started promoting gifts. People were concerned about Jewish children being happy to remain Jewish in December, especially post-Holocaust, when Judaism must have seemed pretty negative at that point. People were trying to find ways to make Jewish kids happy be Jewish. Economists have confirmed Ashton's thesis. 
that the commercialization of Hanukkah was a reaction to fears about the attractiveness of Christmas. In a paper written by Israeli economist Ron Bramitsky, Liron Eneov and Oren Rigby, published in the Economic Journal, the authors concluded that the answer to the question that they posed in their thesis, is Hanukkah responsive to Christmas? Yes, that's what they got to. So now in the last 60 years, Hanukkah has changed in this country to a holiday trying to compete with Christmas. So where does that leave us? Can we throw up our hands and say, Hanukkah is not authentic and it's trying to be something that it's not? No, that's not what we do. As you can see, as we walk through history, we are more than just a religion. We are an evolving civilization, and each generation has the obligation to interact with the beautiful, rich, complex, and ever-evolving tradition. And then, to reveal how that tradition speaks to us today. Some of us may see Hanukkah as a time to reflect upon the original intent of who is an authentic Jew. What is authentic Judaism? And how do we make sure that our families are living those values and forcing them into the public square? We see that with Anand Hoffman, who was recently arrested for leading a service at the Western Wall while being a woman. She's fighting against other Jews, and other Jews are fighting her over who is authentic. Some of us see Hanukkah like the Talmudists, where we celebrate our past and focus on carrying the tradition because of the miracles that happened to our ancestors. Some of us, maybe like the Zionists, and we see Hanukkah as a time to focus on our efforts to engage in the world to cause change, instead of just praying about it or just talking about change. And some of us, maybe like the liberal American Jews of the 1950s, who saw Hanukkah as a holiday that needed to be elevated in the face of living in a Christian society so that the Jewish people can celebrate like our neighbors do. For me, Hanukkah is about celebrating with my neighbors. It's about remembering to be active in the world, but my main focus, it harks back to Matas Yahu, a minor priest who saw the world as it was and then he fought for the way that it could be. Matasyasu was a priest who knew that causing change in the world would only occur if it began with his family. His values were not something that was meant to be kept in the walls of his home, but his values were so important that they needed to be shared with the world. If those values were not shared, the world would stay as it is versus how it ought to be. I believe that when we stand in the darkness of the winter, and in the darkness of the times that we live in. It's our job to press our noses up against our windows and to shine like candles to push light back into the dark and not keep our core values and belief as private ones that only exist in our homes. Your challenge and your opportunity in this generation and beginning tomorrow night when you pick up that candle is to figure out what that light represents and not to keep it to yourself, but to share it in your home and in the public square. Hanukkah, it comes from the root Hanak, to dedicate. 
Ask yourself, what are you going to dedicate yourself to this season? May this Hanukkah be one where you move from just speaking about what the miracle was to revealing what the miracle is and dedicating yourself, your family, and a world to that value. Hanukkah Sameach. Happy Hanukkah.